Is, is there time for a question if anybody wants to ask? I'm here. So I have just a few in the chat. So Rev Kaplan is focusing on our internal personal characteristics. Rev Kaplan goes all the way to really trying to give you a sense of who you really are. So he even proposes what if you had a brain transfer? If you had a brain transplant, which they might be able to do, if it's like a computer and I could upload everything onto your personality and your memories into like a flash drive and take it out and reinsert it, that's the closest thing he describes to what the real is. Uh, mindfulness. So yes, mindfulness. This is so people often use mindfulness. Okay, I'm focused on the the taste, or I'm focused on this thing right now. And we often say, okay, mindfulness is supposed to bring me calm and peace and serenity. But the ultimate mindfulness is to really be minding the mind. You are not your mind. Who are you really? To source it back. I am the observer. I am the consciousness. I am the quiet higher level, deeper part of me. Where does worry stand? Is that an ego play? Of course, if we have anything, worry is all the things that we don't control. Is there, is there no evil in the world from an individual? Okay, so of course we, we, we say that an evil is to whatever level a person has the hero to tap into the kaitas hara, to follow the das of the nachosh of the satan, that's where a person can really attach themselves to um, evil. Somebody has come to the as isness, right? So being as isness versus contrasting the no thingness. I'm not attached to things. Um, oh, there's the Shvera has an amazing vart. You only the now is chuva when you live in this space totally. That's chuva when you're disconnected from all the past and the future. So you're here, you're shuv, you're, your tshuva means return to who? You return to yourself, you return to Hashem. That's the source of tshuva. So, okay, I believe that covered the chat. But now anyone can add uh, questions from the, uh, the audience. It's okay. <laughs> if it's back clear, wow. I don't know what I was like to do that. Um, it has to register. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anybody, it's your last chance. You can unmute, right? So you you have to unmute yourself. Oh, can't, oh someone saying you cannot unmute. So um, is whoever's host... Can you uh, allow people to unmute themselves? That might be why. Maybe it wasn't so clear. Maybe it's just uh, um, they can't unmute. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can. Rabbit, you have the three little dots. If you click on your image, you have like three little dots are in the corner. Can you allow everybody? Uh, let me try to get there. Yeah, Rabbit, you're the host. I'm trying to get there. I don't know how to do this stuff so well. <laughs> trying to unmute everybody. Somehow, um, it was muted. Um, okay, here I am. Three dots, got it. Okay. Um, trying to unmute. Mute my audio. I don't, I don't see, I don't see a option of unmuting everybody based on that. Please. Okay. No. Did that help? I doubt it. So that was more than myself. Can you, right. Can you usually either at the bottom of your screen or in the corner? Uh, I'm trying to get it done here. Uh, we'll bear with the Schmidmans as they figure this out. <laughs> it's a real thing. Where did you go? In the meantime, if anyone wants to post, oh, here's some new message in the chat. Let's see. Where did they all go? Oh, the as is as is accepting things as in regarding to travel, neutral, right? So, right, so an incredibly important piece to take the as isness to what is, what is right now as is, accept it as is. Very, 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 very good, very important. Um, are we good? No. Uh, 
All right, if anybody else wants to type something in the meantime, because it looks like we're having technical difficulties. Robinson, can you can you try either see if you have three little dots somewhere or in the corner on the participants or meeting setting something like that? Uh, you might have to press not spotlight or first to make me not the spotlight or the, to then allow others to unmute. Hello? I'm sorry, so my, so my husband's uh, off. So you were able to unmute one second. So other people tried? Because it seemed like some were able to unmute. It's Gary Zimmerman. Hello, Todd. If you hit unmute, uh, it came it So now people try to unmute. It looks like at least some people are able to. Shlomo Levy, can you unmute yourself? Still not. Oh, that's really strange. Oh. Thank you so much. You describe sound very much like mine. So, uh, are you making any distinction of what you describe? I mean, what am I supposed to do here? Okay, so somebody's asking about IFS. Uh, the truth is, I'm, I'm not really too familiar with IFS. Um, the idea I do think is accepting the parts of yourself. Um, so, of course, I think it uh, presupposes, of course, accepting all aspects of yourself entirely. Um, but I think the fundamental difference between, let's call it parts work is, okay, I have all these different parts to my personality versus what I think when you come at it from a Torah perspective, there are these different parts of me, but the question is, what's the real me? And the real me is Ruchni and doesn't have those parts. It can observe the parts, it's behind the scenes of those parts. The Nisham, the Nefesh does have some individual characteristics. The Sotlant and others describe that, but I, I don't think it would be considered like parts work. And so, whereas a lot of the psychology world is, especially on our side of the, the oceans, they like to deal with accepting parts. When you go towards more of the mindfulness meditation, and I think when you look at, you know, Torah meditation, Jewish meditation, Arya Kaplan, and other things, we're looking at tapping into the nefesh, the part of you, which isn't fragmented, which isn't traumatized, which is that neshama tahira, and that is something that uh, has confidence, capability, is, is not ill or fragmented in any way. Anybody else? It was the whole thing. Okay. What is a good way to teach our kids in terms of the I, not thinking they are to blame for others' behavior, that if they do wrong, things according to what they're taught? So with kids, it's really, really hard. This is hard enough to get to as an adult. But one of the things that I've been doing is just to try to create a sense that there are parts of your mind that are doing this. Because kids naturally think it's all outside of them and they don't know how to deal with the internals. So I, I actually got a, um, recently a book, I think it's called Brain Bullies or something like that. So it describes these different bullies that are in our heads. There's sort of a worry bully that's always worried what's gonna be next, will they like me, won't they like me? There's a negativity bully, okay, this isn't good, that's not good, I hate this, the weather. And it starts to give kids a language that you have these bullies in your brain. And we can attach that to the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara is this big bully in your brain and he takes on all these different forms. And anytime he wants you to say, you're not good, or that's terrible, or he's such an idiot, or to do something you know isn't wrong, that's one of these bullies. So you start to help because they can usually understand the concept of bully or being mean. It's not something we relate to internally. I find it's helpful for adults too. We all have these brain bullies and it's doing it inside of ourselves. And the more, we can identify, okay, who's talking now? Oh, then we don't have to listen to him. Then we can stand up to him. That means 
I don't have to give the bully. So it's already creating a space in my mind where there's a bully part of my mind and there's the me who could listen to that or not. Um, what does this awareness of being an observer diminish the emotion so much and how does that help eventually? Oh, <clears throat> because, so if we think about the emotions or the thoughts as putting any Hollywood or 3D movie studio to shame, right? This is what Elon Musk would love to do, you know, put stuff into your brain, into your feeling center, your thought, your thought center, your consciousness center, hook into you. So when I'm in it, I feel fully, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I'm experiencing. I literally feel it. That's what a feeling is. So if I'm in that movie, right, I'm really stuck. But by being the observer, it's like that popcorn. Oh, wow, I'm the observer. So immediately, I can't be all wrapped up in everything that's going on for me because is, I'm not that guy. I'm watching that. So immediately, that helps take the temperature down tremendously. So that is all about what we're trying to do, not be stuck in our thoughts or in our feelings, to be able to connect to the truer aspects of ourselves. Um, okay. The message we have to be better in light of Corona grown sources. Is that a positive message we respond well to or because we so much of our mind it just makes it feel worse filthy? Oh. Two, two hours too fast. People okay. should be able to unmute themselves now. Right. Okay. So one second. So okay. The message we have to be better in light of Corona Marone Surfside is that a positive message that we respond well to, or because we so much identify with our mind, it just makes us feel worse, guilty, etc. So like any stimulant, the mind, the Yitzhar guy, is going to take it as negatively as possible. You're not trying hard enough. You're not doing enough. You don't feel. What's wrong with you? Right. That's his job. And the whole point of this talk is, okay, notice that, okay, there he goes again. What a genius. Wow, he comes into any positive message or even any pirate or any muster, and he wants me to feel terribly about myself, about others, feel guilty, feel shame. Okay, concentrate. Mind did it all by itself, turned it negative. I accept, okay, I have this negative side of me. It's ours talking. I got a little stuck. Let's identify this connect. Now, where do I want to align myself? Oh, my lover's waiting to connect to me. I can be more genuine. I can live with more happiness, health, joy, oiz, chedva, connection, camaraderie, yididus. I'm just so busy disconnecting. I'm so busy with my guilt, with my shame, with my stuff, with my anxieties, with my tension. I can let go of that a little bit and I might have something beautiful. So it's all again, which part of us is taking the messages and what are they doing with it. Anytime you have a telltale litmus test, anytime it's leading to negativity about yourself, about others, beating you down, Yetzirah, disidentify. Um, and that's a big avayda. It is unbelievable. I told our Shemim not so long ago, I have a Chaim Oizer in me. This Yetzirah guy is a genius. He's four steps ahead of me. Every time I think I got out of him, he's still sneaking in the back door, still guilt, still shame, still negativity, still Hashem angry, not love and connection and positivity and only good. And Hashem and I are totally connected and we're just there. And I'm just trying to really connect to my essence and all positive. He'll do everything and it doesn't matter what. And of course, certain messages are going to lend themselves. And maybe we heard those messages so many times in the past as a, you're not doing enough, you have to be better rather than the beloved calling out to you, saying, I'm trying to access you. I want the real you. I want to connect on the deepest levels. I want to start, I just don't want to have a house and kids and everything's okay. We're sort of in two separate places. I want to be with you. That's why Tisha B'Av is Mayed. Mayed is all about meeting. The real, it's going to, this is going to stay because it's going to be that meeting time. We're going to really, really connect. Okay, do anybody else want to try to see if they can unmute now? I'm unmuted. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you for waiting a long time, Shlomo. Go ahead. Effort getting us to this point. Um, so I have I have a bunch of thoughts. Um, I guess in, in so much as it's important for our voda to know like who we are, right? Because like that could be a whole other conversation. Like, um, doesn't really matter who we are. Meaning even the nefesh, right? So we didn't create the nefesh. So even if we are our nefesh, the same way that we maybe can't control our thoughts all the time. We also didn't create our nefesh. So 
I mean, meaning if let's say you would have asked me at the beginning, I, or you did ask me, but if I would have answered, I would have said something like what we can control, right? So our behaviors, the ones that we can control, um, that's who I am. Um, but, but that's not really my question. My question really is when we talk about divorcing ourselves from our mind and our thoughts, so it's certainly true. There are many thoughts that we can't control and we certainly, it's very difficult to totally shut off our minds. But on the other hand, there, there, we certainly have the capacity to regulate our thoughts, to focus our attention. And we certainly know Chazal expect of us to use our seichel, to mevakeach al, 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 al atmo, to, um, to experience yagon and charata in, in its appropriate time and in its appropriate way. Um, so certainly, certainly there is, a, you know, if we're going to define um, who we are by what we can control, certainly our minds are, we can control our minds and we're expected to control our minds to, to a significant degree. There's a whole, whole saver that describes the non-actions uh, that are incumbent upon us uh, to perform with our minds. Okay, that, so excellent. So needs two points of clarification. So first of all, your, your first step in terms of that behavior stuff, who's choosing and who's controlling the things you can control? Who's that? You mean even our behaviors? Yeah, you said you would have said your 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 the behaviors you can control. Who's the controller? Well, I I would say that we are at whatever point there's a nikkudas habachira, and we can who's go. Who's the we? One second. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check for you. Who's the we? Um, who is the we? The we is um, like who is making the decision? Who's controlling? Right. You said the things I can control. Who's the controller? I'm not sure. I mean, I probably would have said my mind. I would right. have said my brain, my heart, a combination of... Boom! That was the goal. <laughs> that was the goal. We identify as our mind, and there's a controller is the nefesh. The mind is fought with these things, and like that folds right into your second question. The controller, the nefesh, the bal bechira, can use... The same way I could sit down and do a math problem now, I could sit down and before diving, I'm supposed to try to clear my thoughts and focus. I'm supposed to use my seichel to the koyachma to get into the here and now chachma. That is the, the true eye, the nefesh, using the koyach of seichel to do the things it's supposed to do versus this mind natural going, coming is the AI nightmare of it's controlling me, it's doing things, it's not my seichel, right? That's maybe should have been more clear, but that's the difference, right? The staple is when I use these faculties, not when these faculties are just running roughshod all over me. And that capacity, right, Revolver expresses that more. That kufa, that koyach of seichel, of the ability to think, is comes along with this nifrad. I'm thinking, I'm conscious, so I'm already different. Oh, because so it, 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 he says that literally it, it, they're woven into each other thought and this, whereas on the highest levels, Nevoa, you couldn't, you, 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 you were bottled entirely. You, you literally couldn't stand except moisture. You were just connected. One muscle he gives is like a, an infant suckling at its mother. It's not even aware at that point of being separate. So this separation does come with this das. And yes, but the whole chayvus avavus and everything else is you, the nefesh, the koyach ha-boycher, using the seichel, as a vehicle. In that sense, even the best good actions would not be my true self. It would be I, the nefesh, is engaging in those good actions and presumably developing itself as it's supposed to. Exactly. And that's why the I will exist even though they're not going to be actions, as we call it. That, that's the whole goal of this world versus the next world. <clears throat> Um, I'm confused. I guess I'm confused. The nefesh makes decisions. The nefesh isn't the, the nefesh is perfect. The nefesh is the Talam Kim. The nefesh is no. It's, it's um. So so right. So this. Can, can, I mean, can the nefesh be bocher bara? Is that the nefesh making a bad decision? <laughs> I guess I'm. I'm also thinking about when we think about like I in terms of what to be. Let's say let's say in terms of what to be proud of. And and to me that's really like the. I mean. Like when I come to make a decision, right? When I have, when I'm mm -hmm. at that Nikrusa Bukhira, 
why is it, I don't know exactly know why do I need to know what's me, what's not me, what's external. But, but if I, I think like to know what to be proud of, let's say I were to ask you that question, like what about ourselves should we be proud of? I never quite, and I know it's spoken a lot in Yeshiva. I've never, I've never quite understood why we are proud of our Tzalem when we didn't make it. Uh, it just is. To me, we're proud of our decisions. We're proud of, we're proud of making good decisions. And, and, and we are, and, and, and in an appropriate way, we are unproud of making bad decisions. Okay. Um, so, okay. I mean, this, I mean this, this can go very deep levels. Let, let's start with first. I, I, I don't know if you're aware, the, the Navi spoke to you today. Me too. He actually <laughs> quoted the Pasuk. <laughs> Literally. So, um, being proud has nothing to do with all that other stuff. Now, when we're really talking about pride, yeah, I'll make it more complicated. Who, what, right? The nefesh is proud. Right? This is where things get real sticky. Right, um, who, who, who's being mishalal? The nefesh is saying, "Good job, nefesh, you chose well." Um, and the same thing that we say, you know, you're going to be mivayish minatshay, or in even olam ms, you're going to look at the other guy's state and feel a busha. Somehow, this is Adamile. Okay, that's the that's the preamble to this. Um, I'm talking about nefesh. Then you start taking a rocket ship to nefesh, neshama, chaye, yechida, things that like I can't make heads or tails of the sentences about them. So there are aspects here that are way beyond our capacity to discuss. But there is some sense that most of the time, what I think what we're talking about pride is ego pride. I think the real pride is like the Igle Tal talks about the, the enjoyment of learning. When you're engaged with somebody, when, you're, when your mind is totally quiet and you're totally connected to them, you're empathized, you're connected, you're one, you're, you're, you're embracing somebody you love. There's no, oh, is this actually making me proud? The second you get into that space, proud or not, you're somewhat detached from being and from the nefesh. So, I believe that's most of what we are, although there are these chazal that talk about this halal, haskabiyodea, busha, minashoy. There is some sense that whatever this koyak is, this ability to get stuck and untangle ourselves from this, has this capacity of I'm, I feel connected to my nefesh and naturally have these feelings, or I feel misbayesh from not living in accordance with my nefesh. That's the best I could offer all, all regalatas. Um, someone said ego is constructed as children when we don't know how to control so as adults we have to deconstruct it because it doesn't serve the purpose anymore we need it to as a child so that's certainly an interesting take again the way we're looking at ego it was it's constructed we're, we're born into it once Adam and Chava have this, we're born with a certain sense. The sort of additional selfishness, the, you know, uh, the, the world is totally wrapped around me. That is the natural state of childhood. Dafka for humans. Hashem made it. Dafka, Rami, Ura, that you're totally unaware of anything uh, other than yourself. And that has to be nurtured and taken care of. And the more nurtured and taken care of that actually is, Psychologically, we see that that allows you then to go and be less busy with yourself, paradoxically. You know, most uh, animals in the world, mammals, they plop them out and the, they, they go. They don't have this whole, uh, first they're totally self-absorbed and self-centered phase, and then they can grow up and be mature. This is all a chalik of the shukfis of parents. Gary Zimmerman, it's uh, and, Sunday, Tisha, about 2 o'clock. Ada, so what you said about the air conditioning. The older generation, not on the Did you go against the SNC and he was frequent breakers to the floor? Somebody has to mute themselves. I'll be like in the same direction. He doesn't stop. Gary Zimmerman. 
Not you should call Weiss directly. Mr. Zimmerman? Goldstein directly, if you know his number. Okay, sorry. Uh, we're good, we're good. Um, okay, anybody else? Okay. 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 So it's been a, uh, a real pleasure and privilege to uh, see some Javerin from uh, all over. Some people I don't know, uh, I thank you so much for uh, being together. Oh, great seeing you, Baruch. Can I ask a question before you go? Sure. sure. <laughs> so um, my question is, is this, is this a first step? Meaning, do we have to get past this before... Like all like the the Masil like Hashem created the world, you know, Litov and and all that, you know, mitzvos and 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 all the wonderful things that that Hashem has for us in the, not just the next world, but in this world as well. Like, is this like the stuff we have to get through first? So that's an, an incredibly difficult question because let, let, let's take the Masil Sisharim you described. I'm still struggling. For with the first few lines, you saw the Hasidus, the Shoyish Havoidahu. Adam Loi Nivra Elole One second. <laughs> the whole world is created just for the ultimate Einig. I am a being of total Einig that Hashem is creating me. Yeah. So again, he is he literally says, you know, that's the foundation. Now I don't know if he would say, okay, don't even do anything with Zahiras till you get there. I, I suspect not, because we have mitzvahs and Averis to do, but certainly as a foundational element of who are you? What are you? What are you tapped into? Do you starting from this place? It's such an interesting thing that he says this is the root of everything. Because if you're not tapped into that. You're gonna be whoa, of course. See, in Zagdama, you're gonna be, you're gonna think Hasidus is Tigufim. You're gonna think Tishabab is patch negativity, surfside. Wow, wake up, you idiot! Right? You're not gonna see. It's only about Oymid connection, the ultimate Oymid, total connection, das being experientially attached to. Rachum, Chanun, Erechapayim, Rav Chesed, the Ms, Moitzeh Chesed. Okay, so every level, I think, is deeper and deeper and deeper. And I think the people at the highest levels, you know, you have a scrust of getting the Shoma Leichem from Shmuel Kamenetsky. He's not handling anything else. <laughs> just is. Yeshiva <laughs> Zatzal. He wasn't busy. Is he hurting people? Not hurting people. I don't know. He's just connecting to you. Like, halavai, we should uh, strengthen our foundations a little bit. Is the source of all emotional mental problems ego or the opposite lack of self esteem? Oh, okay, very, very important. It's so hard to keep Masvid esteem. Most people, when we say ego, mean, oh, I'm too full of myself. That's why I said it's not that ego, this ego that I'm different, that I, I, I am my thoughts and feelings. I am this negative voice that says, what is lack of self esteem? What does that mean? I feel unworthy. I feel not worthy of connection, not good enough, right? All of that is not the nefesh. That's what ego means, is nifrad, is separate. I'm busy with the I statements in my mind. So it's not shot, ego is hashiva. Ego is false self. False self is full of pain. The actual nefesh is ultimate hashiva, innately infinite. Right? So, yes, yeah, so we often, the, the Yetzirah loves to do that. Yeah, you're full of your ego. That's because you're bad. Right. And here he goes in, he slipped in the back door again. I tell you, this thing is a genius. This isn't stomp. I shouldn't make this uh, stomp. Everywhere he'll go in. So the ego is not the opposite of lack of self. That's goof. what is the lack of self-esteem? My real self. Let's use, like I told you, the trick. Ego is it the opposite. Lack of self. self. Let's try it. Lack of nishama esteem. Can you have that sentence play out? Does your nishama lack esteem? So that's where I would say that's the Ikri you cited. Anybody else? There's a, a, a final clarification. Are there any parts of our that, of our thoughts or our minds that are let's say our phobos alabavos that that when we when we're uh, yeah that are that we could consider us that this is me? 
or is it just our nephew? Like when from Rakhaim after the Yafel Kamocha, is it like it's not me that's loving? It's my nephew. Right? Like I guess how would how would you how would you say that in English? If I'm Mikhaim, what's going on? What's me? What's not me? My my nefesh and your nefesh are connected. <laughs> We're sharing that space versus we are separate. Right? I don't think if right now, if me and you are really sharing a moment, we're really talking, we're really talking and learning, I don't think you need to hear Ratsan beforehand to be Mekayim. I think the second I start to think, am I really connected to him? Is it good enough? It's fake. It's just for the video. What is it? <laughs> Gone. <laughs> That's my suspicion. Like I said, in the, um, it's fascinating. The whole, the whole Das Tunis is this conversation between the Nefesh and Seiko. It's like a funny thing. <laughs> Literally, this whole Seiko is. So, trying to figure out who the Nefesh and who's the Seiko. I've been chapping Rabbi Shmidt about this. Is there like a third element? Is the Seiko somewhat a different entity? Again, like I said, uh, these are already uh, waters that... Uh, I traveled a little bit out of, uh, you know, the forest hills building to, to, to tap into. So <laughs> I think there's a vast sea that I'm looking to uh, explore to, uh, to find uh, some of the answers to this. Um, love for the sake of love. No, not to benefit from. Yes, of course, because the benefit is who? The benefit, again, is the, is the, the separateness. The actual nefesh doesn't need to benefit from it. It's just, it is connection. It is a dvekis machine. That's who we really are. What's the nefesh? Where we say dvekis. So we're naturally want to be dovek truthfully to Hashem, to others, to have actos. And that goes back to Rabbi Shmiman talked about the chachma. When you're in the midbar and you make yourself, you get rid of the ego, that leads to and there's no separation between us, that's when you get matan Is the ego we call the HR? What is the ultimate goal of the ego? Yeah, so again, the way I'm determining this ego, and again, it's been used different ways. People say you're, you're full of yourself. So again, this false self, I would say, is the ultimate goal. So the ultimate goal of everything is ultimately his cargos. By the ultimate tikkun is the more I don't fall into the trap of the nachash, the das of the nachash, the more I attach to that outside guidepost, the Torah, which is all mitzvahs are just tafsa, just connections, just bonds between me and others, between me and Hashem. So the ultimate goal is to be a training ground. It's the gym. I'm working on whatever the level of bringing out my nefesh's potential is, by going through these challenges, by being the Koyacha Bechira to choose the truth, to choose Rachum, Chanon, Erechapayim, love, connection, intimacy, safety, security, light, positivity, that brings it out. And the more I have this obstacle to bring, so it brings it out more and more and more. And the more I'm what's called the Baal Hashlemus, the more I, the I, the true I, the Nefesh did that, the closer it is to being like Hashem. And in, in Torah world, attachment is through similarity. The more similar I am to that, to Hashem, the more bonded I naturally am. Okay. Uh, may, may I add a thought going back to Shlomo Levi before? Sure. About how the awareness of the self can help us in making the good choices. Because essentially when we make a not good choice, we're sort of shutting down our um, focusing on what's really true and good and just allowing the dimion to take over. But the more that I'm aware that the uh, pull to it is not of myself, it's just an attractive force that's outside of me, and I'm here watching it, so I'm able to be much more aware of that external koach within me, of the Eitzahara, of all the Midos, of all the Taivos, and be aware that that's what's talking to me and choose to stick to the truth of what I really know is good. Sure, but, but then when, when I ultimately am, if, when I'm able, ultimately, hopefully able to utilize Seichel to be Moshe over the Dimyon, you know, and everything else, 
So is that not me? Yeah, Dr. Zimmerman, I just wanted to clarify. On your last little bit, you said, so if I choose to connect to my neshama by security, safety, connection, etc., so who is that I? Because going back to the question that Shlomo said earlier, could the neshama choose against itself? It's like... So that that's... To nail down exactly, is the... The, the neshama seemingly has this capacity to be aligned with truth and all these things or not. So I don't know if it could choose against itself, but it could fall into the trap of the dimmi, the das of the nachash. It could get clouded. It could get stuck. I don't think it can make a sort of conscious choice. The Bessler says that the ultimate goal is not to have choice, it's to get to a place where other matters is to be no choice, that it just not that's Toivara is already a concession there's good and bad he said that it was endless and Shekhar, it was either existence or nothingness the ultimate thing is to move up the line to that and obviously there is some capacity of getting stuck or caught in the separateness, in the difference and some capacity to tap into truth. Um, how to nail down exactly what is, it is mashma that that is the nefesh, that ultimately it's the closest we get to, the same way to say that Hashem chose to create the world and chose to give us the hero, the nefesh has some deeply embedded choice. Ultimately only Hashem is the full, full choice free of anything, but there is some capacity for choice, it is, is the mashmos. Um, here's somebody, oh, so if someone as a child wasn't nurtured with a healthy self, why is it wrong for him as an adult to seek validation? So, so first of all, I'm not getting into right or, or wrong, meaning of course he's gonna seek validation. So, so what, I, what I would say within the lines of this year, so what happened when he wasn't nurtured, is that there's sort of a greater alignment with the Yetzirah, with the Yetzirah. meaning instead of bringing out his true value, his sense more connected to this nefesh, to this truth, to the beauty of who he is, he's more and more separate, sort of like the almost uh, the humans team up with uh, Satan, you know, and they they can make this separateness. Now again, so of course he's going to seek validation. The question is, is that ultimately, you know, constantly say, yes, you're good, you're good. Is that what's ultimately going to be the best thing from that? Probably needs a lot of that to get to anywhere near what I'm talking about in this year. And that's usually the beginnings of therapy, desperate for validation and being heard and empathy. But if ultimately, if he could say, the true I isn't broken, invalid, not worthy of attention, not worthy of love, Right, if he could align himself, that that was Sheker, that was falsehood, that that is all Sitra Acher, that's I'm on the other side, then he doesn't need external validation. That's the real building of the self. He's attached to his true self, and that is a nuclear power plant of esteem. Um, the more we can observe another time, the more that we can observe that feelings and thought are just those, we realize we are just essence, the sum. So most of our actions are re reactions to others or to ego. Yes, uh, on sadly. Uh, and the further, you know, the, the smaller we get as generations decrease, the, the more that our, our actions are not aligned and not just uh, attached, the, the further we are. But again, that was also Hashem's plan. And Hashem understands that. And He understands our challenge. And we embrace our challenge. We can only do with my ego, with my trauma, with my lack of nurturance, with all of that. And I don't beat myself up for that if I care. I embrace that totally. It's much easier to embrace when I don't have to say, oh, they caused that. This was my challenge. My challenge. It's hard for us to admit. My challenge is to fight shame. That means my biggest concern is that there's an internal devil telling me you're worthless, you're not good enough, you're never enough, you're not learning enough, you're not dying enough, right? Do we need massive that that's our challenge? So we often think, no, it's it's learning X amount of words, getting to the Sima shots, it's doing, and we can fail to see that no, Hashem is saying 
you're worthy, you're beloved, you are maximum, I want all of you. And the Yitzhar is saying to you, you're garnished, you're worthless. God made a mistake today. What on earth, you screwed up yesterday. Of course, you're going to do it again today. What's the point? Somehow he forgot the delete button on you. That is the exact opposite of truth. And that's where my struggle is. And every place of that struggle, can I tap more into the, my essence, more into my truth? Can I tap more into somebody else's essence? That's the ultimate healing. Would you agree with life has no meaning except the meaning we give it? So, oh, that's, that's real tricky. Um, because, so, uh, Rebbe, close your ears a second. So, so um, <laughs> you know, of course, God is truth and gives it meaning. In some of the Kabbalistic sources, they say, Oh, let's start with non-Kabbalistic. Einstein says, right, it's either going to be all accident or all miracle. In the other sources, they say it will be, you don't perceive reality. You perceive what your perception is. And if you open your eyes to God, if you open the Shama lenses, then you perceive God everywhere and purpose everywhere. And if you close it, you live in a godless world. And God gives us that power. Now, in this world, it's limited, but it's actually bizarre. The nefesh uses the eyes to see, but the nefesh has much bigger vision. It can see truth. And that's why, actually, the Kevra Kadisha, the Shah Samarit's Petira, they close your physical eyes. Because until these eyes are shut, till the Gashmi eyes, you can't see the whole next world. And then once you can really see, wow. Then it's like Adam, the Then there's no physical boundaries. So let's put it this way. How much meaning your life will have will be founded in your perception. And that's what's up to us to open up our perception to align it with truth. So would you say that the goal of Torah taught in the right way is to get us to a place of full acceptance, especially essentially to grow ourselves up? Absolutely. That would be the Allah phase. Hashem is saying, I am giving you life. I am giving you your challenges. The only thing for you to do is take it and connect and be like me. Loving, caring, compassionate, kind, attached to the Kulay. And that's up and up and up. Okay. I have one question, Shlaimi. Sure. So once you get realize that um, these thoughts are not you, would you I and mean, would you figure out what your true purpose in life is? Meaning, once you get really in touch with the Yeshama, could you see what your unique mission is, or what you're here for, or that's so? So, like I alluded to before, Sadek and others say that it, it, you know, paradoxically, you know. They say what's most challenging for you is your Iker Tastik. You know, um, Revolver brings down, I might misquote it, but I think he brings down from Yerucham that after the Chet Adam Arishan, so Hashem saw that, well, one human cannot handle all of Chet and the balance. So he took all the aspects of the Eight Sahara, Ra, and evil in the world, and he fragmented them. And each soul, gets one fragment, and that main source of Ra is its place of Tikkun. So this guy's saying, wow, his is Bittu Torah on the 22nd hour today, and this guy's in Sha'ol Tachtis in the, you know, internet, addictions, traumas, and he's like, I can't even talk about this. No, that was a custom-designed fragment. That's yours. That's where you're supposed to bring light to that space. And this person is going to be shamed and I'm worthless and nothing. And that was one fragment that couldn't be managed by anybody else that you have. And we are all sharing these fragments and that place is almost to look at. Um, that's where main topic is. One other good thing I heard in terms of this, because I don't think it'll all of a sudden, oh, poof, one day it comes to you, your topic. We don't have an Urmatumim anymore. One thing that I heard is it's sort of like going to a construction site. So imagine somebody leaves, a, you know, the manager had to run that day and he picked up a bunch of workers 
And there are different sort of toolboxes or buckets. One has a saw, wood, hammer. One has wires and electric striplers and caps. One has, you know, pipes and joints and those things, right? So you start to see, oh, carpenter, electrician, plumber, HVAC guy, right? So if you actually look in to what, what gives your, what, what talents do you have? And what struggles, so bring your talents to bear on those struggles, you're onto something. Also, don't get so stuck in what's my exact mission. You know, when we tell people, there was a New York Times article a bunch of years, why, why finding your passion is such terrible advice. We naturally are tiny machines. We're only good at things once we really spend a lot of time in them. So if you're going to start, what am I just naturally passionate about? Most people will be fairly lost. So take what's in your tool bag, take your challenge, go to work from a totally self-accepting, compassionate, not judging your challenge or your job versus anybody else's. Don't get stuck. Oh, I have a vagrant role. That guy's a rock star. He's, uh, he's famous. He's being honored. He's wealthy. He's a, you know, a London, whatever. Stay in your lane and go to work with that. And hopefully it opens up more and more and more. We base um, so far. So, well, one second. Where'd that go? Um, oh, so, so is it fair to say this? We basically have a competition going on between our ego, Yetzirah, and our true self, our Nefesh, as to what we should give meaning to. Absolutely. for the compliments of anybody who wanted to taste a little bit of what the Abishta wants. I don't know if you could see it in a video clip. Ask somebody who was at Baruch Sepulitz's chuppah. <laughs> and the dancing. Uh, and the dancing. And, 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 and you will taste. Somebody there said that that's what Mashiach is going to look like. Oh, Baruch, when Menachem, oh, when he comes, oh, we're going to find brain together. Jews of all colors, stripes, diminished egos, Sar, ups, downs, everyone's fabraining together. Oh, I, Ashrei, I am Sarah's Thank you, thank you. Happy you were, happy you were there. If someone is holding at a stage where God is contaminated, a hating, angry, controlling dictator, how can you begin to open this? Oh, well, first of all, you should know you have good friends. I don't know, maybe years ago, I spoke Rosh Hashanah once in the shul about the bully in the sky. Oh, let's put it this way. Who's, who's God isn't contaminated? If it wasn't contaminated, we wouldn't have Yusuf. If it was all just the gorgeous love, connection, divine, there would be no Bechir. That's what Vesla's talking about. When it is just truth, it is just existence, it is just good, there's no God. This whole thing, um, our God is taken hostage by all sorts of People, it doesn't matter if they were your parents, if they were being a big white beard or a short white beard, it doesn't matter. If it's not Noyam, it's not Torah. If it's not the Yud Gimel Midas, it's not God. That's the Yitzhahar's job, is to give you a God. Acher, you're different. That God, yeah, he's the angry bishop of God. He's breaking stuff, he's punishing, it's mothers eating babies, it's Holocaust, it's just terrible, just basically... Okay, God, how do you stay out of my life long enough that I get this business deal done? Or that, like, I get this shit done? Or, like, could you please stay away from me? That is the antithesis of God. That is not a God. That is pagan construct. And there, unfortunately, there are many, many pagans amongst us. In terms of every level that we're involved in the Eight Sahara, we're pagan. We're believing in this angry God that you have to appease. There is no such Thing in Torah. It is Kuloi Sheker. I once asked Shmuel Kamenetsky if I could tell people who have this conceptualization that they would learn in the Shiva is total clearer if that's the God they have. And he said, yes. So I'm hereby telling you that is not God, that is not Yiddishkeit, that is Sheker V'chazo. And so you start from a place that if it, the first thing is to become consciously aware that anything that has that is already contaminated. And it's, don't fight it. Don't fight the thoughts. Don't fight the feelings. Embrace it. That's my challenge. The real God is lovingly giving me a contaminated God to say, I want you to discard that. And Haskell Viyadoya Oisi, find the real me. And that's a mammoth challenge today. 
is that we're all given our fake God and it's, he's angry, he's punishing, he's disconnected, it's trauma-based, it's, it's just disgusting. And we have to find Oisi, we have to find the real one. And that is the greatest comfort to the Shrina, and ultimately, obviously, that's the greatest comfort to us because then we're then we're connected to truth and only good things. It's the hashti hashti, right? You say that's the key. Oh, the hashti, 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 hashti. Hashti. <laughs> That's what they, they said. What does hashti hashti mean? What do the Hasidim say? I'll be in the dark. In the dark. It means you won't even know it's dark. You'll think that that's God. You'll think I, I found God, and it's just miserable. It's just question. Oh, that's the hashti hashti, and that was the beauty. Beauty of Ernachman's terror, why a man who died so many years ago, why with today so many are singing the song. That was the message I want to give you. In the Khurban, the day as Yitzhila Derek Hashem is leaving, in the darkness, it looks horrendous, it's awful, it's the worst trauma imaginable. I'm not just there, I'm holding you tighter, I am closer to you than any other time. But that takes some real consciousness to be able to see that. That takes, you know, closing these eyes and opening up to some real other kind of eyes. Is, do we have the capacity, you think, in this world, in this body, in this iteration of our neshama to, to, to understand that, make any sense of that? I mean, I can believe, I choose to believe it because, I don't know, I do somehow, but like... Sounds like a pretty wild, like, like how do we wrap around that? If, is there a goal to wrap around that? The words of, like, somehow it's better. The words of, you know, you're saying before the tikkun, if it wouldn't be this, obviously it's a chesed, because if it wasn't coming to me, it wouldn't be a chesed. But, like, the eating babies, like, you know, the certain nonchalance of saying that would give us an ownership of it, but Lewaxa, I don't have any seichel towards that. So, so to, to accept fully... That's what I meant by Tishabov is to accept fully that we are in a human body with a human psyche, a human mind. And our individual pain and suffering and those of us around us, and especially the horrors that are just circuit blowing, we're going to experience through Gashmi's lenses. We're going to experience that as bad. We're never going to be able to make a Hatoiba matrix on that. We're going to experience it as bad. And we're going to experience it as terrible. And it's going to be painful. And it's going to be rechot. And it's going to be dark. And then there can also be the Tzidah Kadim side on maybe a tiny level for those of us living today. To say, you know, though some of that's just too scary. I can't even go there. But maybe on a mashu, maybe on track, I could say, okay, I could accept that. Anywhere we could accept that. So it was, and, 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 and also, there is a chalik that's not just our goof. Uh, okay, so Rabbi, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, all of a shalom. Where, 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 I won't look up the quote. Okay, so about two months before his petira, less than two months before his petira, he gave a, a podcast on Inside Out with Schottenstein and some other person. I don't, nobody, at least in the regular belt, knew how sick he was, that he was part of the Misa. Amamish, towards the end, they had asked him, he had said 30 years ago, they asked him, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Why do we have this experience? And he gave the standard answer, we can't understand. They asked him now, does, it, does he have any greater insight into it? And he said, yes. It's not just that we can't understand. We're limited. Hashem does not want us to understand. Because if we totally understood, Ra, there's no more Ra. Right? Like you said, the eating babies is okay. The Hitler's fine. Hamas is okay. Beating children, molestation, you know. No, those are, easy, those are easier because that we deserve. Right. <laughs> right. The, the child, the young child who just, you know, is, is not, emotions not being met, pain, says, we don't, Hashem doesn't want us to understand that, because if we understood it, we would have to accept it. Hashem wants us to fight anything we see as bad, as injustice. It's the Adam Avinu saying, a God like this, a God of justice, is going to destroy Sidon. Sidon! Hashem wants us to have a chalik in there that says, you're human. 
you can only use your human lenses. I made you human. So I want you to protest abuse. This Shabbos was, don't bring me your oiras, don't bring me your zvachim, don't bring me a davening, don't come to base and Take care of victims. Take care of the yasam, the amana, the injustice. Injustice is good. It's coming to them. It's their deciding. That's ultimately for them to come into truth. But we have Gashmi's lenses. And we have to help every parent to give what their child needs. And we have to help every poor person get their needs met. And every cancer patient what they need. And every mental chayli, emotional chayli, physical chayli. We have to say no. And that is ultimately our greatest expression of godliness is that I could work at this like it's bad. And somehow in the back of my consciousness, I can know, really, it's bad from these eyes. And that's what I'm here to fix. But in the ultimate lenses, there's no such thing. It's Echad, the same God who's doing all this wonderful, beautiful things, who made that, that chuppah, is the same God. And also the garbage we take well. away. On small levels, and we'll fall in and out of it, and we can't beat ourselves up. One second you'll have, wow, I handle this, and the next minute you'll be in I want to die, the whole world sucks. Right? And that's the nature of being human. And Hashem made that too. And we can embrace and accept that in ourselves and in others. All right, Kavra, it's beautiful to be with you and share with you. Hopefully, see it Thank you so much. This was incredible. Oh, and I love you, Eddie. I, I can be on Zoom to see you. By the way, I could, I could keep going with tons of questions. It just will never end. I just, Shlame, Shlame, uh, just come to Ashivedu sometime. Come you, to um, you, uh, yeah, come to Ashivedu. <laughs> I'm trying to Ashivedu in here. Kaiden, <laughs> All right. Talk to Thank you. Yeah, really, great. really great <laughs> stuff today. Very insightful, very um, practical, meaningful stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the contribution. Baruch, this was a treat. And I second I second the motion of what Shlema said about the Hasana. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I wish I could have been there. They say sure it's it was the who sets the tone. <laughs> uh, when I asked, when I asked Bobo to pick me up, <laughs> when I initiated as Bobo to pick me up, I knew something good was happening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Okay. It was, uh, I actually was a little bit unsure how it would go because it was the other event that was there before. And like, well, well, you know, I, I, I dove in a little bit that it should that should go that should it be a kid to Shem. It was amazing. One of the chavrin Yeshiva told me that he was mamish crying by the chuppah. Yeah. It was it was such a thank God I've gotten we've both gotten me and my wife we've gotten a lot of feedback from people that it was very inspirational, which is I'm very grateful for. Okay, looking forward to all good things. I think it was the people. It was the people who were there, you know? Yeah, and when I came back to Shiva the next day, even people that I don't really have any kind of Kesha with, like young guys, I was looking at them differently. I was like, oh, oh this this guy is a whole world. He has a whole story. Because mm. you saw, you know, worlds and worlds there. Each person is a, is a Olam. You saw every person as Olam Malay. You're giving me too much time to get this about. You're giving me time to get this <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, we just use it well. A sad day to all of you. A sad day to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Meaningful day. Meaningful day. Yes. Now, what I'm trying to do is very difficult for me not to say I'm happy to see all the different people here. Like Lamushal. You know, a guy like Eddie. You don't get to see too often. Uh, then you see his beautiful pun. It's like a big time. I'm happy how much joy he brings to people. How sincere he is. Same with you. <laughs> so, see, just instead of making some cute, cute joke about being sad, but really, you have to now remember to speak after the day. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, Absolutely. Words? I have to say, Absolutely's words on on Mamayat and Besimcha. He said, "There's two halakim in Avodas Hashem: Sur Meira and Asay Toiv." So, Adar the Ikra Avodah is the Asay Toiv, Marbim, doing more and more mitzvahs, and of. 
Dika Void is the Surmeira, the Mayatin, less Averis. But Avada, both of them have to be the Simcha. Simcha. Ah, that's pretty similar to a word that I heard, which is a minute that many of us took on. They used to say, no, they asked the Rav one time, how you Bermarbe, so he said, each day of other, you add one Lachaim. You start with one, and on the base of you drink two, give him the you drink three. And he said, a few months later, they asked him, uh, what about for Av? How do we do Bermarbe for simple? So on the first day of Av, you drink 30. The second day of Av, you drink 30. <laughs> Whatever, in the of the Excellent. I like that. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> A growthful day to all. Amen. All right.